So I'm communicating to her what my needs are and how important they are to me. And I'm also communicating to her how important it is that I meet her needs and her expectations as well. I'm letting her know that if we were to do our call today, that she would not get what she's paying for and how much I value that. So it mirrors to my clients how important my boundaries are in my own personal care. And it also shows them how much I value them and their time and the work that we create together. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. And today is the 1111 portal. I am currently in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm sitting in my Airbnb with pillows all around me to block out any echoing. There's bird chirping outside. My dog might bark. Like, who knows what could happen right now? But we are just rolling with it. That's how we do things, right? We roll with life. And I'm in an interesting place in life right now. I'm going to share a little bit more about how excited I am to share this podcast episode with you. You'll get it tomorrow. Today's Wednesday. Um, but today's 11.11, which is an energetic portal, which is really interesting. Um, if you're into the spiritual stuff, you can Google what 11.11 means or the power behind numbers and angel numbers and all that. But 11.11 really represents the opportunity for expansion. It represents opportunity for manifestation. When you think about the numbers 11.11 standing next to each other, like structurally, it looks like two pillars standing next to one another as if you could walk through a magical gateway. And whenever you see numbers doubled, it really means about magnifying whatever that energy represents. So when you see one one, it's double the energy. So today is 11.11 and it just represents a massive opportunity for all of us to expand, to grow and to step in to what's next. And for me personally, I am in my feelings right now. I'm in a funk and I wanted to share some insight into what it looks like to hustle through a funk because the old me would just hustle through. But where I am today and with the tools I've learned hustling doesn't actually get the outcome that we, that we want. And so I'm in a place right now, maybe some of you guys can relate where I'm feeling upper limits. I'm, I'm actually here in Scottsdale to see if maybe this will be a new home for me. I'm checking out different neighborhoods. I am looking at different properties and apartments. And what I'm finding is that nothing's actually feeling really good. And that the things that actually feel good for me that match my vibration and what I'm looking for are quote unquote out of my budget. And it's calling forward a lot of mindset drama, limiting beliefs, scarcity around money. I'm, I know that I'm stepping into the next chapter, the next evolution, and it feels really scary. It feels like a lot of resistance and it all comes down to worthiness and my ability to generate money and attract abundance and feel supported and make quote unquote smart decisions because I'm judging myself that I've made 
poor financial decisions in the past. So all the mind drama is coming up and it's giving me a real opportunity to notice where my thoughts are going and notice um, the vibration that I'm in. So ironic that it's on the 1111 portal, probably not all for me in a massively beautiful way, but also a great opportunity for me to share with you how to navigate through a funk if you are also feeling the same way. So this is a pattern of behavior that I find comes up a lot for myself, my clients, friends, family members. I think, you know, as humans, we're cyclical. The whole life, life is cyclical, right? Nature is cyclical. Seasons are cyclical. And our energy cycles are cyclical as well. So to, to expect that we're never going to be in a funky period of life is unrealistic we're going to have good days. We're going to have quote unquote bad days, right? We're going to have days where our energy is super high and we're going to have days where our energy is super low. And what I have found is that by listening to ourselves and tapping into what the energy is telling us, we can actually navigate through it in a much better way. So in the past for me, I've definitely had beliefs that when I'm feeling funky and I just want to snuggle up on the couch Netflix and chill and like just tap out for the day, I actually wouldn't give myself permission to do that because I had this belief that I would lose money, that my team would think I was quitting on them, that I was being wishy-washy and I would hustle through. I would say, no, I have too much responsibility right now. I literally can't cancel these things, you know, and what was behind it was this idea of scarcity around money that I would lose something. And so instead of honoring my feelings, I would just hustle through the funk. And nothing about hustling through a funk feels good. Nothing about hustling through a funk creates the results that you actually want, but your ego likes it, right? So if you're anything like me, you may have hustled through a funk before and maybe you're in a funk right now. So I'm going to share with you some of the things that have helped me not hustle through a funk and actually create space to honor the feelings and the results on the other end of it is actually the result that we want, but not the result that we're getting. <laughs> so first and foremost is understanding that, you know, when we prolong the thing that we really need, which is space and a pause and a, a container to process whatever emotions that we want, when we try and prolong that, by hustling through and not giving ourselves the space that we want, it doesn't actually help. It actually lowers the vibration of every single thing we're creating, right? Because when you show up to that dinner date with a friend, when you really just got your period and all you want to do is relax and sleep and nurture yourself, not only are you dishonoring what your body needs, which is rest and rejuvenation, but you're dishonoring the container of your friendship because you're not fully present with that person. And you therefore are not coming with the energy that you would want to put into your relationships, right? Of course, you want to give your friends their full attention and you would hope that they would do the same. But if you're in pain and you're tired and you're feeling like you really don't want to go and you're doing something that's against your own better judgment, it immediately puts you in a state of disempowerment and immediately puts you in a state of lower vibration and resentment. And that's not the kind of place that you want to cultivate a friendship from, right? So one, it comes back to what are your values, right? How much do you value your work, your clients, your job, your relationships, and is hustling through and showing up in that way going to serve that person? Yes or no? 
So that's number one is just knowing that prolonging doesn't actually help. Part two is, okay, if you are in a place where what you really want is to cancel your entire day and you literally cannot cancel, like if there are things that you absolutely cannot cancel, what can you do to make it work? What can you do right now to protect your energy? What can you do to honor yourself? Who can you ask for help? What can you delegate? What can be pushed off so that you can literally reserve the energy that you do have for the one thing that you have to get done that day, right? Um, moms, I'm sure you know how this feels, right? If you literally cannot cancel, what can you do to make it work? And a lot of times, like we create stories in our mind about why we can't cancel on things or people or situations, but I understand that in some situations, you literally have no choice. So if you have no choice, what can you do to put yourself in a vibration in a state where you feel honored, where you feel supported, and also you can show up in a way that feels like it's in alignment to your value, your values. Okay. Number three is how do I actually communicate to someone or something that I have to move things around? So for me, language is everything. Um, it's a work in progress. Communication is everything, right? And if we can't speak the same language, then we actually can't get anywhere. So I've had moments in my life where you know, I have a full day of clients and you know, what I really want and need is to create more space to navigate through whatever funk I'm in. And I know that if I were to show up to my coaching calls in a low vibrational state, low energy, I, I won't have the capacity to serve my clients in a way that they deserve, they expect, and that I feel is to my fullest potential. So how do I communicate canceling a session? Well, I, of course, I don't want to cancel a session with someone like they've paid for it. And there's mind drama and guilt that comes up. And also it's about providing a service and being really clear in my boundaries and being really clear in the equal energy exchange. So languaging is everything. And I would say something like this, you know, I would, let's say my client's name is Sarah and we have an appointment today. And I feel like I really can't serve her in the state that I'm in. And what I really need is to honor and protect my energy. I would say, Sarah, I wanted to reach out to you today because we have a session today at 3 p.m. and I need to move our session to a different day and time. I am currently navigating through something very challenging and will not be able to be fully present and supportive to you on our session today. It's very important to me that I give you 100% of my energy so that you can get the most out of our time together. Here are some other dates and times that I have available. Please let me know which one works best. So I'm communicating to her what my needs are and how important they are to me. And I'm also communicating to her how important it is that I meet her needs and her expectations as well. I'm letting her know that if we were to do our call today, that she would not get what she's paying for and how much I value that. So it mirrors to my clients how important my boundaries are in my own personal care. And it also shows them how much I value them and their time and the work that we create together so that they can get the most out of their investment with me. And I don't apologize for that, right? So you don't have to apologize for how you feel. You can be really clear on what your values are, communicate that, and then give your clients another option. So that's, another, that's one way, like in a client situation with a friend, 
you could do the same thing and you could say, Sarah, I am, I know that we have dinner plans tonight and I am so excited to drop in with you and really connect and support you and hear about everything that's going on in your relationship and your career. Uh, unfortunately, I am feeling very drained. I just got my period today and, or I'm navigating through something really heavy. My energy is super low. And what I really need right now is to nurture that. And I know that if I were to show up to dinner, I wouldn't be fully present and give you the space and the time and be able to support you as a good friend. And that really matters to me. So I'm going to cancel dinner tonight. I would love to see you. What are some other days and times that would work for you? Thank you so much for understanding. Um, so again, you're letting your friend know how much you value the relationship, how important they are to you, how excited you are to see them, and also how much you value yourself and your boundaries and your self-care and what you need. And this is ultimately how you can create really beautiful relationships and expectations and understand too on the other end of that, that if a friend cancels, it's not about you, right? And you can respect their boundaries. So that's just some language that you can use to communicate. So when it comes to hustling through a funk and actually making these decisions to move things around in your day, I think first it starts with number one, just having awareness in your body. Like when you wake up in the morning and you feel this heaviness, just notice like, where is it coming from? What is the story that I'm creating? And what do I really need? So anytime I'm in a funk, I know that it's my little girl. Like I think about my 10-year-old self or my eight-year-old self or my five-year-old self and how she's feeling and what she needs. Maybe she's feeling neglected. Maybe she's feeling unloved. Maybe she's feeling hurt. Maybe she's feeling unsafe. And she's needing a little bit of extra love. And it's so interesting because I live with, um, my best friend and her daughter, who's four, she's basically like my niece. If you follow me on social media, you've probably seen her. And it's so interesting because I notice there are times where she just needs a little love. Like I can see it on her face that she just wants to be hugged. She wants to be nurtured. She wants to play. She wants to cry. She wants to laugh. She wants to be silly. And she just wants to be accepted and know that like she is safe. And it's such a beautiful mirror back to me as an adult to remind myself that that little version of me exists inside. And whenever I'm feeling a funk and I deny those feelings, I'm denying her the love that she really wants. So I just picture seeing my cute, sweet little niece and her wanting love and denying her of that feels literally like ripping my heart out and like stomping on it. Like it feels terrible, right? So imagine seeing a little four or five-year-old version of you sad and lonely and scared and not nurturing that little girl. Like how horrible does that feel? Like, oh my God, it like literally makes me feel so sad and so terrible and so neglectful. And this is literally what we do when we neglect ourselves, when we're feeling a funk and we just try to power through and put a smile on our face and tell everyone, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. When you're really not like fine stands for feelings inside, not expressed. Right. So having that awareness of, okay, I'm feeling funky. Let me sit with this for a second. What do I need? What does my little girl need? What do I need right now? What, is, what am I craving? What would help me feel the most supported? And then actually taking action from there, like actually doing the things that are on the list of things that would actually make you feel good. So it might be just taking a hot shower and crying. It might be 
going for a walk without your cell phone and getting out in nature and just listening to birds. It might be journaling. It might be swan diving into a bowl of noodles with cheese and binging on Schitt's Creek on Netflix. Hi, I did that last night. <laughs> True story. Maybe it's snuggling up with your dog and reading a good book. Maybe it's calling a friend. You know, maybe it's exercising. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's having sex. Maybe it's not having sex. <laughs> maybe it's quiet time. Maybe it's girlfriend time. Like literally the list is endless. But when you really sit in and you feel, okay, I'm in a funk. What's the root of this? What's coming up? What do I need? And then you actually honor that. This is how we start to build trust with ourselves. And this is how we actually get through the funk quicker, right? So sometimes there's a belief that if I take a whole day off and cancel, I'll have so much catch up work to do. And there's no way that I'll get ahead. And I'm already behind. Well, that's just a story, number one. Number two, trying to get through the to-do list when you're already at empty and your energy tank is already low, what results do you think you're going to get? How productive do you think you're going to be? And how dishonoring are you being to yourself? You're basically, you're like the adult version of you is basically telling the four-year-old version of you, too bad kids, suck it up. Like, I ain't got time for this. You're going to have to figure it out. And literally like that brings up so many emotions of like rejection, disempowerment, dishon like dishonoring your truth and your feelings. So number one is notice how you're feeling in your body. Number two is asking yourself, what do you need right now? And notice the thoughts that come up around actually doing that. Well, I'm going to lose money. I'm going to be irresponsible. I'm going to lose clients. And what's a new story that you can create around that, right? I did a podcast last week on your facts, the facts of any situation and the story that we create around it. So a fact is you woke up in a funk, but you're creating a whole story around it. And how can I create a new story and new thoughts? So coming up with a plan of action, right? So, okay, I'm going to cancel my entire day. I'm not going to go into work. I'm going to skip school. Gosh, I even remember when I was a little girl, I used to tell my mom sometimes, you know what, mom, I just need a day off. And I would just stay home and play Barbies all day. Or I'd go to work with her and I would read highlights magazines in her office. I just needed a mental health day. And I think it's so important to give ourselves mental health days and to just sit with our feelings and not try and bypass them. So what do I need to do to create the space? Who do I need to cancel with? What projects can be pushed off? What can I delegate? And are there things that have deadlines that absolutely literally cannot, cannot, cannot be moved off? Then how can I make that work and still honor my feelings? And then the last thing is coming up with a contingency plan for the next time this happens. So the next time I am going to move through a funk, what's the contingency plan that I have in place? Do I have um, you know, some content that I've batched already. Do I have a few podcast episodes that are ready to go? So if I don't feel like recording one, I have like something in my back pocket. It's kind of like an oh shit plan, right? What's your contingency plan for the next time you need to give yourself some space to move through a funk? How can you set yourself up for success in the long run? And here's what I'm going to tell you from hustling through funks. It never works. Like the outcome that you want is to stay productive and to keep the money coming in and to keep pleasing everybody else. But when you try and be productive and hustle through a funk, like you lose, everyone around you loses, and you just prolong the funk. Like you just stay in it for four or five days as opposed to giving yourself 
24 to 48 hours to actually move through it. So here's what I found in my own experience is that when I give myself permission to be in the funk, when I check in with my four-year-old self and I ask her, what do you need right now? And I actually take action from that place. I move through the funk way faster. And what happens on the other side of it is like my cup is overflowing. My tank is like beyond full and I'm so much more productive. I'm so much more focused. I'm so much more energized. Some of my best ideas for making money, for creating community, for podcasts, for content come on the other side of a funk. So my message to you today is to please give yourself permission to sit in it, whatever it is, take the full space that you need because what's on the other side of that is going to be so much more productive and rewarding and energized so that the thing that you're afraid of, losing money, losing clients, losing momentum, will actually multiply itself on the other end. You'll have more momentum. You'll have more capacity to serve. You'll have more space for creativity to make more money and all the things. So that's my message for you today. I love you. Sending you all the love from the good vibes of Arizona. And if you love this episode and you think someone could use this message today, please share it with them. Tag me on Instagram. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love you guys. Sending you all the love. Until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.